unexplained, the unexpected, the unpredicted. The waking hour has arrived, but these men must conquer their fears, face their demons, and overcome defeat. They all have distinct missions, but one goal in common, absolute supremacy. You will witness the Night of Reckoning, WCW's Halloween Havoc, brought to you by Electronic Arts WCW Backstage Assault. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Gersberms, your weekly Goosebumps review podcast. As always, I'm Rob. And I am Sean. And we're doing something kind of special. We're releasing a bonus doggy, a Halloween episode. Special Halloweeny. Yep, because we kind of had to make up for our mistake on yesterday's episode because of the um, Monthly Midnight Society, because we didn't do one last month. Yeah. So we figured, you know what, we'll be true to the the Halloween Holiday Spooktacular, and we'll actually put out an episode on Halloween, so you get two this week. Oh, yeah. It's a special occasion. Well, this used to be a regular occasion, but it's a special, <laughs> it's a special event. Yeah. And we did it by something. We were like, you know, we're going to do something really cool. Like, we talk about wrestling all the time. Let's just fucking watch Halloween Havoc. And we tried to watch Halloween Havoc 98. Or was it ninety six? Ninety five. The one, the one 95. where uh, the one where Giant gets pushed off the top of Kobo <laughs> after a monster truck. <laughs> after that's a monster one, truck pull. That's the one that we wanted to watch because that one's fucking awesome. That one like doesn't exist on the internet. We could watch no. like the first half of it. You can watch and the that's monster it. truck segment. Yeah, which, which is I awesome. wish we did. Yeah, after watching Halloween Havoc two thousand, we probably should have just done that. Yeah, or what? What was it? Halloween Havoc ninety one with RoboCop? Yeah, I believe it was ninety one. Because the first one is like eighty nine, I think. Yeah. That so, yeah, that I, was a Halloween Havoc, right? Yeah. Okay, that's the only thing that could have made sense for that to happen. Not that mm-hmm. not that it made sense, but <laughs> No, it didn't make sense at all. <laughs> what Sean's referring to is when Sting had Robocop as like his tag team partner. Sting's buddy Robocop. Yeah. And Sting was locked up in a cage and then Robocop came out and ripped the cage open and let Sting out. Yeah. This is a thing that happens. Yeah, if that doesn't make sense to you and it seems like we're lying, we're not. That happens. You can watch it on YouTube. It's so fucking stupid. It's awesome. And a little bonus, too, for us, the viewers, you and I, the pay-per-view file that we have actually has the pre-show before it. Yeah, the half-hour pre-show. I kind of think the pre-show is better than the whole pay-per-view combined. Well, yeah, because we didn't have to watch any horrible, horrible matches. No. But we did get to see this pay per view had one, this pay per view had one watchable match. <laughs> yeah, the set was all spooky though. I like the set. I like the set. but the older sets were cooler though because it was like big jack o' lanterns and stuff. Oh yeah, but like no, the actual pre show set it was spooky. There was, oh like, yeah, they were like a graveyard. It was awesome. They had a candle. <laughs> like they went all out. Yeah, they had, they like, had a they had fog. TV behind them. Twenty seven inch DLP TV or whatever a CRT. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And we see a lot of, like, random interviews because they're trying to get you to order the pay-per-view. Yeah, this is, like, their last dish effort. Like, please order this. We're not making any money. Yeah, and we say that the pre-show is better than the main card. That doesn't mean the pre-show is good, though. (laughs) For them to try to, like, rake in viewers, just like, come on, you should really do that. You should buy this because it's going to be really cool. And it's like, uh, no, it's not. It's going to be cool. We got Goldberg. Yeah, and there's a, a huge Goldberg thing going on the whole night, so we'll we'll clue you guys in on that. Yeah. But what's cool about this is Jeff Jarrett talks to Mean Gene a little bit. He calls him a slap ass, which I think is super funny. Yeah, like He's I, it up. That's He's just not weird. Doing the slap ass anymore. He's also doing the slap ass. And what is he, the chosen one? I don't. He's know. the chosen one. I don't I remember, remember this. The chosen one. I remember him being called that. I don't remember this. I don't remember him coming out to kid like a fake Kid Rock like. There's a lot of music that I recognize that's like recycled from WWE and then also like different music. Like we'll get, we'll talk more about like the different music themes, but there's a lot of like cover songs with just the instrumental and different vocals and yeah. different songs all together. It's bizarre. Like I don't remember like most of the wrestlers on this pay per view, I don't remember being in WC. Like I know, I'm pretty sure I was still watching WCW because I know like Goldberg's 
like uh winning streak was still going on and I'm pretty sure I watched past then. Oh, I I watched WCW the whole time. Like granted I would usually only watch the first hour and then I yeah. would switch over to WWE. But like most of the times I would do that, but sometimes I would actually record WCW and still watch WWF live. Like yeah. I had like some methods going, but I watched it up until it got bought out because I remember I was watching WCW, then I switched over to to WWF like when they actually bought WCW, and I remember seeing that live, and my mind was fucking blown. Yeah, but but I don't remember like most like a there, there's a good amount of these people I just I don't remember existing. I remember a lot of them, but yeah, there are a few though that I'm just like, who the fuck is that person? Yeah. Like a lot of like the lesser stars, like a lot of the people that are like obviously the main wrestlers, like I'm gonna remember most of them. But, but like, like a lot of the valets and different stable members. Oh, I didn't, the only oh. one, the only chick I knew who it was was like uh, Tori Tor- Wilson. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Sticking with the pre-show though, Hacksaw Jim Duggan comes out. I don't know what he's talking about. Apparently, he doesn't like America. He's drunk. He's just oh, he is wasted. He's so fucked up, and he's just wearing, like, black jeans and no shirt. Black and jeans, no shirt, fucking, his gut is just, that's awesome. I don't know what he's doing. He's, he's saying a lot of things, but he's not saying anything. No. He is hammered. Yeah. Coolest part of the pre-show, though. Like, this is the whole thing that, like, makes it worth it. As me and Gene is like, okay, and uh next, because there's going to be a match of, that 70s guy, Mike Awesome, which I didn't remember that gimmick at all. I did. I remembered that. Versus Vampiro. And Vampiro, I'm not going to lie, I fucking loved Vampiro. Yeah, he was awesome. I liked Mike Awesome a lot, too, though. That's why it's weird I don't remember that 70s guy. Yeah, I remember that. But Vampiro's talking to Mean Gene, and right when he walks in, he's like, oh, he's like, I'm here with Vampiro, and he's got, like, a machete or sword or something. (laughs) (laughs) Those are his exact words. Like, that's the quote. Yeah, so he's and he's going to kill Mike Awesome. Vampiro has, like, a studded corset on, and this is so weird because he's yeah. just talking about how he's just going to, he might kill Mike Awesome, but he's not sure. He's definitely going to put him in a hole, though. Yeah, he's like, I might bury him, I might not. I don't know. He's going to he's gonna be in there. I just don't know if he's going to be dead or not. He's, like, he's not sure. Yeah. That's the coolest part of the pre-show, though. There's a bunch of other shit, but it doesn't fucking matter. No. The show starts, and we have commentary by Harlem Heat, Stevie Ray, Tony Schiavanti, and Mark Madden, who is known as TV's best-looking big man. Who the fuck is Mark Madden? I have no idea. And also, the guy, um, Mike Rowe from Dirty Jobs, I do not remember him working for WCW. Who who was he in there? I don't remember he, seeing him. Like I fa- I was fast forwarding through most of the pre-show until I saw like Vampiro or something cool. But um like I stopped cuz I was like that that looks like the dirty jobs guy so I rewound it. It was like Mike Rowe and he was just talking like I do not remember him ever being in WCW. I don't remember seeing Mike Rowe. What part of this was it? It was in the it, pre-show. Yeah, it was in like the middle of the pre-show. He was just he was talking about one of the matches that just didn't matter. Was he like with the with the guy that was with um Jeremy Vorash? No, he was he was like in the arena, like in the stands, just talking about shit. I don't remember that. I don't know how I missed that, but I don't remember that. Yeah. Wow. But I feel like I blocked this part of my life out, like because I don't remember anything that's going on there. I like we were talking about. I watched it at this time, but I don't remember any of that. Yeah, shit. I don't remember. I remember Gold. The, I remember the match where Goldberg knocked himself out, and that's why he's facing Chronic at the pay per view. Mm-hmm. Like, just because that, that was funny. But do you remember Mark Madden? No, I don't. TV's best looking, TV's big, best man. looking big man. I don't remember that. I don't remember Stevie Ray doing commentary. He was probably on, like, the Jeff, was the Jeff Foxworthy show on TBS or what? What was Nitro on oh, TNT? On, it was on TNT. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I oh. thought it was weird, though, that there wasn't, um, what's his name? There wasn't Bobby the Brain Heenan, and there wasn't... I think this is after Bobby the Brain kind of went on his drinking binge. Yeah, because at Halloween Havoc 96, he was, or 95, he was fucking hammered, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that, but who's the guy that's in TNA now that does it with Taz? Uh, Jeremy Borash? No, 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 who does commentary? Oh, oh, fuck, um, Mike Tanay. Mike Tanay, because he wasn't doing commentary either, so no, it was so... really confusing. Yeah, it was weird, because I know... I know they always did, like, Nitro and Thunder at this point, but mm-hmm. 
I don't know. That is super fucking bizarre. And the show starts off, though, and we have a triple threat tag team title match, which normally, that's going to be really fucking cool. And Until you see who's in the match. Yeah, in the year 2000 WCW, that means the complete opposite. Yeah. Uh, first team is the Boogie Knights, Disco Inferno, and Alex Wright. I don't remember this be- them being a tag team. I remember remember when Alex Wright turned super weird and he was Berlin. Yeah. Like, But this, I don't remember. I remember them being a tag team. I don't remember they were called the Boogie Knights, but I remember that. Disco Inferno had a sweet, bedazzled cowboy hat. Oh, yeah, he was looking real cool. Versus Mark Jindrak and Shane O'Hare. Sean O'Hare. Oh, Sean O'Hare, yeah. The most boring motherfuckers on earth. Yeah, remember when Sean O'Hare was just a weirdo in WWE? Yeah, and I remember he was a weirdo and he like... He was like spiders. Yeah, <laughs> same thing. He just <laughs> loved spiders and yeah. it didn't make sense. And I remember his video, like his Titantron, was just him screaming. Yeah. <laughs> Like, That's all I remember. Are, it was like, what are you doing? And yeah. I remember all they would say about him too, like, cause there's a few bullet points that they always hit on as commentators. When you, when you see a gold dust match, he's a former intercontinental champion. When you see Val Venus, he's a former continental champion. You know, like they always say the same things. Yeah. And then with Sean O'Hare, it would just be like, he's a weird guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's weird. That's he it. Would, That's, he wouldn't know anything else. Cause he's say. so fucking boring. And Mark Jindrak, I forgot he existed. Yeah. Wasn't he in, like, that Lucha Libre bullshit? He's still in it. I think he's their champion. Wait, that's still a thing? Yeah. It's wow. just not on TV anymore, but yeah, it's still a thing. That well, sucks. his name is Marco Colleone now, which oh. is so much cooler. So he's Italian now? Apparently. Huh. But in WWF, I'm trying to think of what his name was. He was, like, the something Mark Jindrak, like... Oh, the... It was some... Fuck, I know what it was. It, it was something, it was about him being like really vain. It was the like, reflection of perfection. That's what it was. <laughs> that's what it was. He came, he came out and he had a mirror in the ring. This whole episode is probably just going to go on way too long, and it's just going to be us talking about cool stuff in wrestling while we're talking about this shitty stuff in wrestling. Yeah. The third tag team in the match is um, two members of the Filthy Animals, which I don't remember they called themselves this. I remember they called themselves this. I don't remember Billy Kidman being part of it. Yeah, it was Billy Kidman and Rey Mysterio with devil horns implanted on his skull. Yeah, that... I'm I'm just glad Rey Mysterio went back to wearing a fucking mask. Oh, like, yeah. He is the least intimidating-looking person ever. Oh, yeah. We should, we should mention that, though, that this is after... Uh, Kevin Dash took his mask off and put it over <laughs> his giant face. <laughs> I, I wish they would have just had like a clip of that because that, that was always funny as shit. <laughs> it was so funny. Um, this match is so stupid, as yeah. you can imagine. Oh, we should mention that Conan is out there with Kidman. <clears throat> oh, yeah. K-Dog. K-Dog, yeah. This match is so fucking stupid. It sucks. All you need to know is Jindrak and O'Hare retain the titles. Yeah, fortunately. And... and they and Boogie Knights beat up the Filthy Animals. I don't know what's going on. Like, who's no. heel? I'm so confused. I think just the Filthy Animals are face. Like, I, I don't know. They don't I establish don't, anything. No, I don't know what's going on. Like, obviously the Boogie Knights are heel because they're beating up people, but I, I don't know because it's, like, so confusing to me. Yeah. But then Sergeant Wall comes out, and he's in The Misfits in Action, which... Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll you'll know a lot more about them because literally half the card involves yeah. these fucking people. The whole fucking the the worst fucking the worst stable ever. So it's Sergeant A Wall, um, um, which uh, you you might recognize the wall part because he's the guy that was standing up tall at a building pointing to Hulk Hogan. Yeah, he looks like a giant eight year old. Yeah, he looks, he looks so fucking stupid. Yeah, he looks real stupid. And then he's like their Kurgan. Like yeah. he's like the oddities Kurgan, but he's in Misfits in Action. But not as cool. <laughs> yeah, not as cool. Kurgan was real cool. Yeah, he taped his fingers. He taped his fingers. He wore tie dye shirts and like old like old timey plain hats. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. And then there's Corporal Cajun, who is the, the biggest fucking needle dick I've ever seen. I I La- forgot about him. Lash Larue. Yeah, Lash yeah. Larue, and then Chavo Guerrero. You mean Lieutenant Loco. <laughs> that was his name, Lieutenant. I, I couldn't remember his name. Yeah. Well, you're also forgetting about their leader, uh, Hugh Morris, who's known as General Rection. Oh, yeah. And yeah, Major be, Guns. And he'll, he'll be coming up later. Yeah. Major Guns is there. Um, 
like valet. They're they're broad. But, they're broad with big boobs. Yeah, she's he, she's their big titty broad. But yeah. right now she's not with the group because um, she's kidnapped by Team Canada. <laughs> and we'll we'll tell you more about that later. <laughs> Holy shit, this was fucking stupid. To be honest, like watching this, it was really fucking dumb. But now that I'm like talking about it, it's now I'm realizing it's a lot funnier than I remembered. But it's yeah. it's so fucking it, stupid. It was it's funny in retrospect, but when you're trying to actually like watch it, it's rough. Yeah, and like we said, they're half the card. Yeah. The other half the card is this group called Natural Born Thrillers, which is just as terrible as the Misfits in action. Yeah. Like it and fucking sucks. The people in the in the uh, natural born thrillers are Sean O'Hare, Mark Jindrak, um, Chuck Palumbo, Sean Stasiak, some dude <laughs> named Mike Sanders, who I don't know who the fuck that guy is. No, I honestly like when it came to his match, I didn't know his name. No, I had to look on IMDb or on Wikipedia to see who. Okay, was I was making that. sure because I, I was I was trying to pay attention, and like I just I couldn't get his name. No, I had no idea who the guy was. It fucking sucked. And, oh, well, um, Shane Douglas is in there, too. Oh, yeah. I, but he's cool. Shane Douglas is cool. Everybody else is. That's himself. about it. <laughs> yeah, Shane Douglas, real cool. They're not. Yeah. And, um, oh, Reno was also in it. <laughs> oh, yeah, Reno. I, <laughs> the reason I have we mentioned Reno no, is because he's in the second match. I have no memory of Reno existing. No, he's got cool hair, though. Oh yeah, he's completely shaved with just a ponytail. Yeah, and um, what was up with his attire, <laughs> dude? I don't fucking it, know. It, I was legitimately perplexed by what he was wearing. Yeah, it was, it was confusing. Yeah, and what I also liked about it, though, I don't know if you caught it, but uh, Reno is so dangerous apparently that he's not allowed in Australia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's barred from Australia. Not allowed there. No, so that's that's when you know a motherfucker's tough if he can't go to Australia. Yeah, but apparently this is a hardcore match because, like, just between... I, there was no time for them to even come out, but they just, like, tied up a bunch of fucking weapons on the ring. <laughs> oh, yeah, but the, it was um for the hardcore championship, too. Yeah, but what which Reno the, had. Reno has the championship, and Apparently. what happened was Sergeant Awal got disqualified for hitting Reno with a weapon on Thunder or Nitro in a hardcore match so he didn't win the title. Yeah. That's a thing. That happened. What that's, I just said... That's a thing that happened. happened. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. No. And it's your basic junk match. There's tables and kendo sticks. Did Both we mention this... Can... Did we mention this pay-per-view is brought to you by WCW Backstage Assault? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so they go the backstage. The whole ring is littered in backstage assault, and there's also, like, vi- visuals of the N64 game box that come up on screen. Yeah. That's sad when that's the best part of a match. Yeah. But, they, of course, they go backstage, and um, Reno, like, throws a, a computer monitor. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and it's clearly just, like, a fucking, like, a furniture store computer monitor that's just hollow. Yeah. Well, what I think is funny about this are, like, I know AWOL's dead, but, like, Reno, he's probably dead, too. Yeah, they took so many headshots in this match. Yeah. So many. And they come back to the ring, and Reno hits uh, the crossroads. (laughs) (laughs) On top of it. It was obviously supposed to go through the table, but the table just fell, so he just did it on top of the folded-up table. So it it was pointless. (laughs) It It just looked like shit. And then the rest of the natural born thrillers come out and they start beating up AWOL, which obviously brings the misfits in action. Um, Corporal Cajun and Lieutenant uh, Loco, they come out <laughs> and they whoop ass. Yeah, they, they beat, they beat a bunch of ass. <laughs> and what's annoying is like, I heard the same two intro songs like 12 times during yeah. this show. Like, Fuck. remember when WCW's roster was like a thousand people? Yeah. I think it was down to 12 by the time of this pay-per-view. Yeah, that's what's weird is, like, you watch this show, like, where's Hulk Hogan? Where's Kevin Nash? Where's Scott Hall? Where's Chris Jericho? Oh, Chris Jericho is probably in WWE. Chris Jericho's in WWE by then. But remember, they had, like, they had like 300 cruiserweights yeah. at one well, point. And, and, like, 
maybe like a year or so or a couple months before this, there was NWO Black, there was NWO like uh, Black and White, there was NWO Wolfpack. Like, where are these like like forty five people? I feel like I would say like the only reason I could think of a pay per view being this bad is like a snowstorm, but it's October in Vegas, so yeah, <laughs> there's no reason. But where was everybody? Like, I, I was going to look up to see, like, what was wrong with Scott Hall and Nash and, like, what happened to, like, it's weird seeing a WCW show without Hulk Hogan. Like, where the fuck was Hogan at? Yeah. I I don't know. Like, was everybody just injured at the same time? Or they just didn't feel like going to Vegas. Maybe they're just not. Well, it could be because Reno is, like, too dangerous for Australia. Maybe 57 of WCW's roster is too dangerous for Vegas. I'm oh, not sure. Yeah. Maybe they just all didn't make their flight or something, or, or they're just still in Vegas just gambling, and they didn't make the show. I I guess. I don't know. I was going to look it up, too, but I didn't know, like, if it'd be readily available. But I was going to see how many pay-per-view buys there was for this, just because I was curious to see how many people spent money on this piece of shit. I feel bad for everybody that did. Pay-per-views back then were cheaper, but still, like, it's fucking terrible. Yeah. Oh, do you notice... Uh... I think Sergeant Awol got hit with a bedpan in this match. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it sounds kind of familiar, yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, match man. three is Sean Stasiak and Chuck Palumbo of Natural Born Thrillers versus Corporal Cajun and Lieutenant Loco. And these are, like, the only stables right now. Yeah. That's it. Like, there's there is no NWO presence in this pay-per-view. No, there's a Team Canada... Which is just two people, I think. Yeah, it's just Lance Storm and fucking Hacksaw. I don't get it. Lance Storm's cool. <laughs> Everybody you pushed at this time fucking sucks. Like, yeah. so they have to be, everyone has to be injured. There's yeah. no other way. And Lieutenant Loco and Corporal Cajun win. You don't need to know anything else. <laughs> no. Uh, Chavo does, like, a DDT, I guess. Oh, that was kind of cool. Yeah, he's, like, wrestling in, like, black jeans or something. I don't... It's fucking weird. I don't, I don't... get it. I don't understand. I never have understood, like, wrestling in jeans. Like, when British Bulldog would wrestle in, like, those tight-ass fucking Levi's. Well, because he looked cool. Well, yeah, but it's like, <laughs> you're not very mobile No. when you're wearing, like, bedazzles. You're not going to be mobile in jeans. No. Match four, the franchise Shane Douglas and Tori Wilson mm-hmm. versus some bitch named Tigress that I don't know. Yeah, remember. like, it took me half the match because I couldn't figure out, I, like, I couldn't tell what they were saying. Mm-hmm. But her name was Tigress. I don't remember. Tigress. Don't remember her at all. Well, she must be in the Filthy Animals, yeah. or is she just going in like fuck toy. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. It doesn't. The matter. whole time though, they're they're talking about how Conan's too hurt. They're like, oh, he got beat up too bad. Yes. So just, so Shane Douglas shit. is just beating up Tigress. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, and um, as you can imagine, this is just fucking terrible. Yeah. Um. Shane Douglas, or no, Conan, like, makes his appearance, his surprise, like, oh, he's here to save the day. And then Shane Douglas just kicks him in the back twice, and they're like, oh, okay, he's still really hurt. Yeah. Which, then he just gets up two seconds later, clotheslines Tori Wilson. Um, and, I, I don't know, it's just fucking stupid. Tigress puts her vagina in Charles Robinson's face. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I, this is dumb. This... Conan and Tigress win. It's so fucking stupid. This is where shit starts to get awesome. Oh, yeah. Cut to backstage, and we see David Flair, uh, Ric Flair's son that didn't overdose on heroin and die. <laughs> and <laughs> he's pissed that Buff Bagwell begged uh, Stacey Keebler. You know, the, like he's, <laughs> and Stacey Keebler had Buff Bagwell's baby. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't know that at this point, because he's like, you know what, I'm going to get, because he wanted Buff Bagwell to do a DNA test. He wanted to get um, just like, you know, a swab of the DNA. But instead, he's gone to the point now where he's like, I'm going to make him bleed, and I'm going to take his blood. Yeah, so, now, so now it's basically a first blood match. I wonder how George Clooney felt about taking care of Buff Bagwell's baby. That was cool of him. I know they separated now, but I mean, yeah. like, that was pretty cool of him to let him stay at the villa, you yeah. know? Especially because at this point, he's probably 30. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't blame Stacey Keeper, though. I mean, he is Buff. He's, he's the, the stuff. And the girls just can't get enough. Yeah. So the match starts... I'm, and I was disappointed there was no fuzzy hat. No, no fuzzy hat, but he comes out and he talks about how he has a little dick. <laughs> like, yeah. He's like, David Flair's got a little dick. That's you know, basically all he says. Pretty much. And he's like, let's do this. 
So yeah, so, this is a DNA match. David mm-hmm. Flair has <laughs> David Flair has doctors and lab coats. So. <laughs> Well, it's just like dudes in lab coats, so it's like, well, they must be doctors. Yeah. They have lab coats. And he brought out, like, syringes and stuff just in, like, a sandwich bag. Yeah. Like, it's not like it's in, like, an actual official medical, like, testing thing. It's just like, no, he got a, he had a sandwich he's in there a earlier. Sandwich baggie. And he stuck some syringes in it. And as you can imagine, Buff Bagwell wins. Yeah. Um, then Lex Luger comes out, and I was like, okay, Lex Luger. He hugs Buff Bagwell, and the whole time I was like, oh, Lex Luger coming out. He's going to hit Buff Bagwell. He comes out and hugs him, then he fucking hits Buff Bagwell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the point now where, like, Tony Schiavante, he even says it. He's like, how many times is Luger going to turn heel? That's, like, that's like basically what he says. Yeah. Like, it was a weekly occurrence. Yeah. And Lex busts uh, Buff's mouth open, and they get a sample of his blood for the DNA test. Yeah. Cut to backstage. Oh, well, at this point, yeah, we, we forgot to mention, too, that um, we talked about the Gold, uh, Goldberg thing. We never got to it. But Goldberg, like, bumped his head on thunder, like, two days before, <laughs> and he was all dizzy or something. So they were like, oh, we don't know if he's going to compete. Yeah. So the whole question is, like, Goldberg's not here yet. Will he be here later? So cut to backstage, and we see David Flair giving the blood to the guys in the lab coats. Oh, and David go- Flair is covered in blood, and the doctors just take take the blood sample, and they just leave him on the floor. Yeah, he looks like he's dead. Yeah. Like, so. he might have got, like, busted open the hard way. <laughs> yeah. Good doctors. It, the doctors run away with the blood instead of helping David Flair, the guy that's hired them. Yeah. They just run away. Mm-hmm. And then we see Goldberg walking by with his um, suitcase, and he he's all dizzy. And we know he's all dizzy because he's shaking his head and rubbing his face. Yeah. <laughs> so he's there. He's going to compete. They're going to let him compete with a concussion. As long as they allow them to. Yeah. Because they have the Nevada State Athletic Commission there. Oh, yeah. Which is basically just a, a table that they set up that hasn't been powerbombed through. Yeah. And they set three people there. A lot of table damage in this pay-per-view. So many. Match six is a kickboxing match with uh, Ernest DeCat Miller versus Mike Sanders. Ernest DeCat Miller, who, who apparently is a three-time world karate champion, because that's a thing. Yeah, you didn't know that? No, apparently not. <laughs> He's incredible, dude. Yeah. This goes all three rounds. Yeah. Why? Why did I that happen? Know. Don't know. At this point, I'm surprised the company even lasted like another six months after this show. Because I think it was six months after this show, company was done. I can I'm see why. they even lasted that much longer. Yeah. Because this, they should have went under the next day. Yeah. Mike Sanders wins. That's not that it matters. Who cares? Um, because oh, uh, because the franchise came out and hit him. The newly franchised Naturals. Yeah. Cut to backstage, and Goldberg's just sitting on a couch with his hat on backwards. He's wearing like a <laughs> gym sweatshirt, and he's just being all tough. And what I like is that. They're not actually, like, putting him through any tests. He's not hooked up to any machines. They're just like, how do you feel? <laughs> and they're like, are you dizzy? And he's like, yeah, I'm kind of dizzy. <laughs> Pretty much. That's their thing. It's like, it's the same as if you and I talked to him. We were like, hey, man, are you okay? Yeah, I'm all right. Like, that's that's what their questions are. Yeah. He's so strong, though, man, you know? And the stuff he says is so funny. Like, he's like, I got a job to do. I'm working tonight. And stuff yeah. is so funny. And there's contrasting stuff, because he says he's got to make money tonight, he's got to work. And Chronic, the guys he's versing, are just like, all we do is break necks and cash checks. Yep, like that's it. Their, their response is, even if we don't wrestle, we're still getting paid. Yeah. So it's like, so you they, still get paid, Goldberg. So they're not invested in this at all. So why should no. I care? Exactly. <laughs> Match 7 is next, and the fact that you can be, I don't even think we're halfway through the show and we're already on the 7th match. Yeah. That's not good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's that 70s guy, Mike Awesome versus Vampiro. And Mike Awesome's putting his number one contendership match on Nitro tomorrow on the line. So he's pretty confident. Yeah. Um, this match is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it was, this is the only, this is literally the only match that was watchable. Yeah. Just cause Mike Awesome's doing like power bombs and stuff and Vampiro's cool. Yeah, Vampiro's cool. <laughs> <laughs> they, they fight all over the crowd, and Mike Awesome wins with, like, a pretty sweet awesome bomb from the top rope. That was cool. Well, Vampiro comes out, though, and he's wearing that uh, 
like so the, corset, uh, studded a samurai corset. sword. Yeah, I was bummed the samurai sword didn't come into play. No, he didn't stab him or anything. Did you see though when they were fighting in the crowd? Then some random fan headbutts Mike Awesome. Yeah. And then Vampiro, he jumps on like Mike Awesome after he headbutts him. Vampiro throws him on the ground. Mike Awesome just beats the fuck out of this guy. Mm-hmm. And then Mike Awesome just starts walking down the stairs, and Vampiro's just walking behind him. They just walk like like they're not hating each other down the stairs together. And then once they get like right by the barricade, they start punching each other again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. But yeah, he takes a top rope uh, awesome bomb, which is awesome. Yeah. That's the name. And Tony Schiavone is just like, he killed him. <laughs> <laughs> and what's funny is Vampiro, like, you could tell, like, he hits his head fucking hard. Oh, yeah. And he's just, oh, shit. Like, he had, like, you know, the whip back, like, whiplash thing. And he gets pinned with his shoulder off the mat touching his head. Yeah. And he gets counted for the three count. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes complete sense. Uh, interview with General Rection backstage. <laughs> Fuck this. I'm so sick of this goddamn stable. I <laughs> well, don't care. Favorite, he talks about how, like, he bleeds red, white, and blue or something, and he's like, I'm going to get Major Guns back because that's the thing. Major Guns were kidnapped by Lance Storm, yeah. and now she has to wear, like, Canadian uh, maple leaves on her titties mm-hmm. instead of American flag. I don't know why they have custody of this woman. I don't know how they can just own her. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It's wrestling. That's what happens. We yeah. can just own women. And um, the best part, though, is Chavo Guerrero. After the, the, like, you know, General Erection does this huge promo, and he's like, oh, you know, i got to do this and that or whatever. And he, yeah. like, gets everybody wrapped up, and he walks away. And then Chavo Guerrero's standing there, and he just starts talking to Mean Gene, like, in the microphone. And he's like, this guy deserves it. He's... He's been screwed more than I don't even know who. Yeah, that's all. That he, like it's it's the worst promo I've ever seen. Yeah, thanks, Chavo. Thanks, thanks for your input, Chavo. You just you just said yeah. He's been screwed so much. He's he's been screwed more than everybody. I get it, Chavo. Well, no, he literally says he's been screwed more than I don't even know who. Yeah, and even Gene's just like, all right, man. Yeah. <laughs> you you didn't add anything, uh, Lieutenant Loco. No. And for being Lieutenant Loco, he seems pretty cool-headed, you know? Like Yeah, he's not very Loco. No, don't get it. Match 8, it's on the way. Lance Storm and Hacksaw Jim Duggan versus General Erection for the U.S. title, which is now branded as the Canadian title, which means it's the U.S. title with a sticker on it. <laughs> yep. It's, <laughs> it's that, and he wins custody of Major Guns. So not only is he fighting for America, he's fighting to win the big titty bitch back. Yep. General Erection cares. Or he wins, who cares? Yeah, I don't <laughs> care. At least this is the last we see of this uh, fucking stable. And they act like it's super symbolic, too, because they give, because she's wearing, like, you know, the Maple Leafs on her titties and her, her one-piece or two-piece bathing suit. And so they give her a Misfits in Action shirt, and they're just like, and now she's wearing the American colors. And yeah. that was a really awkward cut to Mark Madden, uh, Tony Chavante, and um, Stevie, Stevie Ray. Ray. Stevie Ray. And... Two of them are clapping and like pounding on the table, and then you just see Tony Giovanni point in the ring and he goes, "You demand." Yeah. <laughs> so apparently this was some big thing where it was like, you know what? He stood up for America. Yeah. I don't know. This is dumb. Um, this is when like the main three matches are starting right now. Oh, so yeah. we're gonna do something special. We're gonna actually play the because every time there's like a main event match, like because typically there's usually two or three main events on the card. And um, but they always have like a video that like accompanies them, so you know like a little bit about the feud and stuff. So we're gonna play the audio from those three, and we're gonna start with this one right now. Halloween is the time for mystery, premonitions, and the unexplained. But this time, the chosen one has taken things too far. Remember me? I'm the guy with no heart. He dons the makeup of wrestling's biggest icon, the original Sting. Defames his character and tries to make a mockery of everything he stands for. It's showtime! It will be a night of reckoning. I'm gonna hurt somebody! As Sting seeks retribution to regain his pride. Don't question my commitment to this business! The thunder, the lightning, and Sting has come out! Oh yeah! Yes! So, Jeff Jarrett versus Sting. Jeff Jarrett comes out to Cowboy. (laughs) It's like a fucking, like, knockoff Cowboy. It's a knockoff cowboy. He's holding the guitar, which 
it's the silver guitar, mm-hmm. and it just says "slap nuts" on the yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> other side, so cool. Sting comes out to search and destroy, or seek and destroy by Metallica, with oh, different yeah. vocals and a yeah. whole different song. Mm-hmm. Was this on like some kind of weird like backstage assault soundtrack type thing? Like WWE to do I'm, that? I'm gonna assume it had to have been. Jeff Jarrett's song starts off too. The, 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 the chosen one. Like, it, I don't understand. Uh, this match as is you, terrible. Yeah, as you can imagine, this match is super boring. And then all of a sudden, old Sting comes out. Like the Sting from like 89. Yeah. And he didn't bring Robocop though. No. Um, real Sting just beats his ass in like two seconds. Yeah, like Sting beats up like seven different Stings in this match. Okay, so after that, a few minutes later, another guy dressed up as Sting comes out, and he starts fighting that one. This is so dumb. Yeah. Sting beats up that one. Then the Wolfpack Sting came out, which I'm not going to lie, I thought that was kind of cool because I loved Wolfpack Sting. Yeah, that was pretty cool. This match is just a clusterfuck, though, dude. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. And, like, you're probably saying at this point, like, so he's already had three Stings come out? Yeah, and there's a lot more. Oh, there's more. Uh, Sting has Jeff Jarrett in a Scorpion Deathlock. Then another fake Sting rips through the bottom of the ring, grabs Sting, and he pulls him under the ring. But what I think is funny is, like, the like real Sting and fake Sting come up from another hole in the mat, and the fake Sting is fucked up. Like, it looks <laughs> like his nose is broken. Yeah. So what happened under that ring? Do you think he just bumped his face crawling under the ring or something? Probably. Dude, it looks rough. Like, it literally looks like his nose is broken. Yeah. And I'm just still curious how this company ever failed. I don't know, because... This is a really good match right now. Putting on pay-per-views of this caliber. There's, like, another six things that come out. There's one that, like, fucking repels from the ceiling, and it's the oldest person I've ever seen in my (laughs) life. (laughs) And he's just wearing... Like, the other guys have, like, long hair or short hair. This is just a bald guy in a wig. Sting punches him in the face, and he gives him a scorpion death drop through a table. But when he does the scorpion death drop, like... His arm, the guy's arm is not in front of him. So the yeah. guy's head just literally gets driven through a table onto the concrete. Mm-hmm. But there's no protection in it. Yeah, he probably died. And that's the oldest guy. And even Stevie Ray is just like, uh, I think this guy's 70. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Jarrett wins. I don't know. Another, like, nine stings. I, I don't fucking know. Well, Jer- Jarrett is- hits him over the head with a guitar, so. Of course well, he, he gets hit by a broken nose thing with a guitar. Oh, yeah. He, like, hulks out. Then he gets hit again, and he just loses. Yeah. This was awful. Horrible. An interview with uh, Booker T backstage is next, and Booker T looks 60 years old here. Yeah, I don't get how Booker T looks younger now than he did 15 years ago. He's Benjamin Button. I don't get it. He yeah. looks so younger now. I, I really don't get it. But this is another one of those points where I'm just like, because this next match, this should have been the main event. But Booker T and his interview was like, you know what? I know my buddy Goldberg ain't feeling good. I'm gonna let him take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the reason that this is going on instead of the Goldberg match because Goldberg doesn't feel good. Goldberg's all sleepy. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna do the the promo for this too. Steiner, there's no way out. I'm coming for you and you only. Booyah! Look at the magnificence of Scott Steiner. I'm the man. This guy is gonna pack it. Look at this, but he's never been a world champion. But I have never seen Scott Steiner more intense, more physical, more dominating, more out of control than he is right now in his storied career. Look at the size of that man. The next world champion, the largest arms in the world, and Halloween Havoc are going to hoist the biggest belt in the world. Will it be Steiner? Will it be Booker T? We probably should have mentioned he was facing Scott Steiner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> big bad big booty daddy. And the coolest part of this match, though, is like right in the beginning, when Steiner goes over the barricade, he just wants to fight some random dude in the crowd. Yeah. Like, this dude didn't hit him. This dude didn't throw anything at him. I think Scott Snyder just saw him and was like, I want to beat this fucker's ass. Like, yeah. he just looks stupid. Guarantee it. 
but the match gets thrown out when uh, Scott Steiner is just hitting everybody with a rubber pipe. <laughs> it was a rubber pipe. Like, I didn't get this. Like, it was clearly a rubber pipe. We're supposed to think it's a lead pipe, but the way he's swinging this at people. He's swinging he's hitting, like a fucking baseball bat. Like He's hitting them right in the skull and in the throat. And, like, if he was hitting all these people, he would have killed 14 people at this point. Yeah, it would have literally went through their head. Like, this is insane. Like, he, and, he would have murdered all of them. Like, I can, these, I can see why they didn't trust Scott Steiner with a lead pipe, cause I feel like he would have actually still swung like that. <laughs> Absolutely. He's the genetic freak, he's crazy. He's freakzilla. But it was funny too, cause like, even like later on, like, they made it seem like it was just so out of control, and Jeff Jarrett came out and was like, hey man, like, you should probably chill out. <laughs> Which I thought was funny, too, because they were like, Jeff Jarrett's his buddy. Like, I don't yeah. fucking care. <laughs> Why are you telling us this? So it's that time. Uh, well, we'll actually, we'll do the um, the promo video, because I think that happened first. So oh, yeah. we'll do that one. Where are we going now? Chronic makes you suffer and suffer and suffer, and then they start with the pain. This is the iron gun for Mike Sander. They're mercenaries and they're merciless. Chronic's all about the money. You can hire us, but you don't own us. We got a chance to make some big money, and we got a chance to do it the right way. What's going to happen when these three men collide? Chronic! Fear creates a need, and you too, Mr. Zalunica. But the question is, is Goldberg going to be able to compete? And oh, we probably should have uh, mentioned too. Now, with that music, with the uh, intro you just heard, imagine everything in that video has the Matrix font. Oh yeah, <laughs> everything. Everything. Um, there's seven minutes left of the pay per view at this point too, which I mean, this has to be a really good match. Oh yeah. Chronic comes out and they have Stephen Richards music. Yeah. Showed us that. I thought that I, was crazy. Yeah, I did. And um, it's funny, too, because they're in the ring, and they're like, oh, Goldberg isn't going to win. I say it like that, and it should be, Goldberg ain't going to win, because they're both super Southern. Yeah. The, I like, it's, uh, just so you know, Chronic is Brian Adams and Brian Clark. Brian Clark was Wrath at one point. <laughs> yep. And Brian Adams was Crush at one point in WWF. Yep. Wasn't Wrath at WWF, too? I, I think so, yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. But um, they come out, and they're like, oh, you know, we're just going to we're gonna win by disqualification. We're still getting paid. Goldberg's fired because he didn't compete or win or something. Because yeah, he because he bumped his head. I don't know. It's funny though. It's like literally the the Nevada State Board Commission or whatever comes out and they talk to like Terry Taylor or somebody backstage, and they're like, "Okay, he's good." Yeah, that's <laughs> it. It's like, oh, so you just wait like five minutes before the show ends, and then we get. You know, the patented Goldberg intro where they knock on the door, he comes out, he's still looking all dizzy. Mm -hmm. And I feel like he stood in the sparklers in the beginning of his intro way longer than ever before. Yeah. Because I don't remember him standing there just for like an hour getting burned by sparklers. And he, you know, spits the smoke out or whatever. He climbs in the ring, just starts getting kicked. Then he just beats ass. He spears um, Brian Clark through a table, pins him while his shoulders aren't down. So another pin with someone's shoulders not on the mat. Mm -hmm. Spears Brian Clark or Brian Adams, uh, Jackhammer, Goldberg wins. He still has a job. This whole match was ma what maybe three minutes. Oh yeah, after the intros, yeah, everything's yeah. three minutes. Like your main event, great main event. Well, well, not only like the third main event of the show, which was the Sting. Jeff Jarrett match was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. The next championship match, because, yeah, that Booker T, Scott Steiner match, that was for the heavyweight title. Oh, yeah. Wasn't a match. And then this, that wasn't a match. This whole show was no matches. Yeah. Vampiro, Mike Awesome. Vampiro, Mike Awesome, that was the coolest match. And that was, like, at this point, two hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. But I always thought those, like, if you lose your job, you'll get fired storylines were super funny. Because it's always the most popular person in the company. So it's like, like okay, yeah, you're going to fire, 
Like, I'm supposed to believe that you're going to fire the most popular guy yeah. that makes the most money. You're going to fire Bill Goldberg yeah. at the height or, of his popularity. You're going to fire Stone Cold Steve Austin right now. Yeah, Come you're, on. You're going to fire Stone Cold Steve Austin 30 times. Come on, Vinnie Mac. And, like, this is crazy. I don't, I don't know. So, um... We're going to do two rating systems. How many fake stings are you going to give it? Six, because that's how many were in the match. <laughs> and how many slap nuts are you going to give it? Two. <laughs> I couldn't decide which rating system I liked better. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. This was fucking so bad. But if I had to rate it as a whole, it would get half a star. What was that? Half. Half of one star out of I don't oh. know how many stars. This was rough, man. But that half was based on the Vampiro match. Yeah. Based on basically just that spot. Like, yeah. that spot awesome. Yeah. That's about this it. Was, this was fucking terrible, dude. Yeah. And I fast-forwarded I fast through most of it. For our first and probably only review of actual, like, wrestling, we picked possibly the worst pay-per-view we could have ever done. I feel like if we picked, like, either 91, which is the Robocop year, or 95, mm-hmm. which is the Monster Truck year, we would have been better, but we picked like the worst pay-per-view. Yeah. Well, we I don't picked, know because ninety-eight, ninety-eight had the uh, the Hulk Hogan Ultimate Warrior match, was which is supposed to be the worst match ever. That's when he was just known as Warrior, wasn't it? I think it was still. Or, I think he was still Ultimate Warrior. Oh, he yeah, he legally he, changed his name to Warrior. I thought he was the Warrior in WCW. I think he was still Ultimate Warrior. Didn't he just wear like a black trench coat and stuff? No, he no, his trench coat was like uh, airbrushed. Huh, I, I gotta rewatch that, cause I don't remember that. I thought he was just like, wore like black jeans and stuff. No. I don't know. I'm also drunk right now, so I'm still quarantined, so I don't know what's going on. Yeah. But, man, it was rough. But I, to be honest though, besides the Robocop thing, I think that Halloween Havoc's probably still really hard to watch too. I think it'd be better than this one. Yeah, but a lot of that stuff from like, back in the day, like when we were like four, is really hard to watch. Yeah. Unless it's Gold Dust being chased, or the Gold Dust Rodney Piper match where you see the car chase from uh, O.J. Simpson, and they're like, that's about as old as where it's still funny. And that was like, what, 94 or something? Uh, yeah, I think so. So funny. But yeah, man, I I don't know. We we honestly picked the show where WCW was starting to literally go out of business. Yeah. So, man, that's that's good. It's a great choice. Picked a good one. (laughs) We definitely did. So, uh, is there anything else you want to hit on? I don't think so. This pay-per-view fucking sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was, uh... It was a big pile of garbage. Yeah, it was terrible. Um, definitely the most bonkers thing I've seen in a while. Like, with the fucking, uh, Sting match, that was just butt. Yeah. But uh, as always, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at DerealFredDurst. I'm at ShitmanBrettFart. At GersBurmersPod. GersBurmersPodcast.com. YouTube.com slash GersBurmersPodcast. Rate, subscribe, review on iTunes. Um, tell a friend. Um, you know, maybe sign up for Hulu with our um, link. Maybe go on Amazon, buy some stuff with our referral. Do whatever, man. We don't care. Yeah, sure. Just uh, support the show either monetarily or um you know just by spreading the word because it's it's cool to see like a bunch of obviously get a ton of downloads from michigan but it's cool seeing like from all over the u.s from seeing from from africa africa yeah like we see downloads from all over the place so it's really cool to see that and um my recommendation is to not watch this uh pay-per-view oh absolutely (laughs) not don't do it at all if you can Um, find 95 watch that and uh if you find 95 send it to us yeah if you can if you have uh, Halloween Havoc 95 or 96. I keep forgetting which one it is. It's 95. But if you have that one in full, please rip it to the internet. Send us a copy. I was thinking of uh, ordering a copy because it's on VHS. Yeah, we need that one. Maybe we'll like write this wrong sometime and we'll actually just like watch that one and just, even if we don't do an episode for it, just to like make things right with us. I wonder if I could use it as a tax write off. I think you could. <laughs> it's probably what, like $7? Uh, I think it's actually, I think I looked it up. I think it was a little bit of money. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> if, we, if we have to actually pay for it, that sucks. Yeah, I'll pay, I'll pay upwards of $8. Yeah. 
So, yeah, how we mentioned that you can sign up for Hulu and all that, you could also buy a copy of that and send it to us. That'll be another way to say thank you Yeah. for getting almost close to 100 episodes of free content. Yeah. Ugh, man. But, yeah, don't watch this episode, please. Mm, no. Do not like, watch Like, imagine this. watching this, like, with Sean. Sean's at full health. I'm not. <laughs> I still – oh, it was terrible. I feel like I got sicker watching this. Imagine if we paid for this. I couldn't imagine. You imagine if we got like front row seats for this. We were like, man, this is gonna fucking rule. Ugh, I couldn't. Like, imagine. I know they were giving away tickets like when WWE was in the same like city and stuff, but I feel like at this point they had to give away tickets too, because there's no way. Oh, there's no fucking way. Ugh, man, it's terrible. This is yeah, this is really bad. <laughs> oh man, I I'm trying to see because we haven't checked in a little while. I'm gonna see if um. Food Reviewer has a new video up. Oh. Just out of curiosity. Like, have you checked lately? No. Let's see. So many people put up different videos of him, like, that aren't his. And it makes me mad. Because they'll put up, like, remixes and stuff. And it's like, come on. Yeah. Just, just leave it be. No, I don't think so. No? Fuck, man. Why is he doing this to us? Uh, he's fucking homeschool. I don't get it. No, that's bullshit. Nah, I'm just in a bad mood. No. I thought this would be the thing to redeem it. Still Murray's French Toast Sticks and BK Ultimate Breakfast. Yeah, which those are good, but... He should have a new one every day. Like, every meal he eats, he should, <laughs> he should upload a video. He should for, have a new one every day. For every box of cheese sticks he eats, he should... Re- I don't care if he reviews the same stuff twice. Yeah. We're going to get him on the show. Oh, we have to. That's our goal. We're not going to stop until we get him on the show. Yeah. We'll do, like, some kind of fundraiser to get him. Because he did bullshit stuff before. It was like, oh, if you notice I got my braces taken off, I'll do, like, a Skype call with you. Like, just do a Skype call with us, man. We literally think about you every day. Yeah. (laughs) We think about you. We talk about you every day. Yeah, we didn't say the nicest things about you. (laughs) (laughs) He should take, I don't know why, like, he should take requests on things we want him to eat. Yeah, we're his biggest fans, without a doubt. Without a doubt, we're his biggest fans. Like, he need, like, we scratched his back, his pimply, disgusting back, (laughs) (laughs) and he needs to scratch our backs. Yeah. That's what we need. Like, he needs to be on our side. Mm -hmm. Because we've done so much for him. Yeah. All we want to do is just see him get fatter and review more things. Yeah. Is that so much to ask? We just want to see him clog more arteries yeah. for our entertainment. Like, what does he think of the new Volcano Tacos from Taco Bell? He never even reviewed the other ones. No, the Cool Ranch ones? No, he didn't review Cool Ranch or uh, Doritos, whatever. Wait, or, he didn't uh, review the... What? He didn't? What the no. fuck? I've never seen him eat Taco Bell, no. which is weird to me. Maybe he doesn't like Mexican food. I don't know. Which I think it's a little bit of a stretch to call Taco Bell Mexican food, but. <laughs> I, I know. The, the only Mexican thing about it is that they got a, a hard, a hard shell. That's yeah, it. That's about it. Man. I've never seen him eat that. He's never eaten Arby's either. No. I want him to eat the brisket sandwich. I already know it's gross, but I want to see I him think eat it. He has the money to buy the brisket sandwich. I'll like, I'll chip in like half. We'll send him, we'll PayPal him some money and tell him the stuff to eat with it. We'll PayPal him ten bucks. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. I'm going to start working on a list of stuff that he should eat, though, because I'm not going to lie. Like, we have to get him on the show. We have to interview him. Yeah. I want to know what his inspirations are. I want to know everything about this guy. Why he reviewed an orange popsicle. I want to know his living situation. Like, I want to know what's going on in his bedroom. Like, does he live in the kitchen? Like, because there's, like, weird things that go on. Like, there's a refrigerator in his kitchen or or his bedroom. I'm just so perplexed by this kid's life. Very weird. I want to know why he had a bowl of light bulbs. I want to know that so bad. That's one of my questions. Like, other people have questions like, is there an afterlife? Does God exist? I want to know why the fuck you would have a bowl of light bulbs in your room. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't see what purpose that could serve. His room only looked big enough for one lamp like one light bulb yeah how do you have a all of them he's a full they're all probably like dead light bulbs yeah like are they used are you saving them i'm assuming maybe he's recycling them i don't 
so perplexed by this I'm person. Gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> yeah, he recycles. He cares literally so little about his body, but he loves the environment. Yeah. So he wants to protect Mother Nature, but he wants to put the most vile shit into his body. He has to protect Mother Nature for his future children. <laughs> There's no way he's ever going to be inside someone. You never know. I I literally want to... No, you, you do know, but... I, if that ever happens, I want to see it documented on video. I have to see who he enters, because yeah. there's no way. And if he does go inside someone, this isn't very good, though, that I'm saying we want the show. We still, we can't refrain from being so mean about him. Yeah. But I want to see this person, because if somebody would allow him to enter inside of them, I have to see what this person looks like. Probably pretty hot. I'm picturing him with a wig. Yeah. Exactly. I would love him to be in our movie. Uh, I'd fly him out in a heartbeat. It wouldn't be that much. No. Like, I, I'm I'm not kidding. I'd fly him out. Um, fly him out? He could stay with us? We'll feed him. He can make He can make video logs of everything we feed him. We can keep him locked in a room and we can <laughs> with a camera. Like, and instead of doing like sexually deviant things, we'll just give him food and make him talk about it. Yeah. And we'll never let him out. Like, I want to know what he thinks of Count Chocula. I want to know what he thinks of. I want to know what he prefers out of Count Chocula, Yummy Mummy, Boo Berry, Frankenberry. Yummy Mummy's pretty good. I, I yeah, man, I was into it. Like, I'm, I want to know what he thinks. I re- I retried Frankenberry recently, and it's better than I remember. Boo Berry still tastes like nothing. Yeah. Booberry well, is... My thing is, I'm going to change my mind depending on what he thinks. Yeah. Because I'm very impressionable when it comes to him. I didn't try Fruit Brute. Just, I, I have a box of Fruit Brute. I didn't eat it, though, because I didn't realize it was cherry-flavored. Yeah. I don't mind cherry stuff. I thought it was okay. I, You know how I feel about cherry things. I do. I do. I'm not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. Trust me. Which, that makes me happy, though, sometimes, because, like, the three or four times we've gotten milkshakes, I get double cherry action, which yeah. is pretty good. I'm not gonna lie, I like getting double cherries. Yeah. Popping cherries, you know, two at a time. Right. But we're gonna get him, we're gonna do whatever we can to get him on the show. Yep. So this is like a plea, so if you could also... If you can get in contact with the Fruit Reviewer, we've tried. Yeah, maybe if he thinks that like, maybe our audience is also trying to get him, maybe he'll be like, you know what, maybe I'll actually like, be on the show. Yeah, all he needs to do is make like a 10 minute Skype call. Yeah, we tried to actually contact him, like we sent him a message on on YouTube, but you know he just, just gets a flood of messages. He probably doesn't even read them, because they're probably just like, you're fat, die, I hate <laughs> you. And then there's one that's like, hey, we're big fans. We're big fans. Will you uh, Skype into our show? We're really interested in hearing what you have to say. Yeah, he probably doesn't know. Like, I want that to be like a four-part episode. I'll yeah. do a whole month talking to him. I don't care. Yeah. Maybe he can just be the new co-host. If we could do it, I would keep him on the phone for as long as possible. Oh, yeah. I would just want to hear him sleep. Yeah. But we're going to do what we can. So, so your way of shipping in for us, like, since we, you don't, we don't make you buy anything, but unless you want to like sign up for stuff to actually use it or you want to like actually buy normal stuff on Amazon, we don't ask you to buy stuff, but whatever you want. But if you could actually like message him too, like on YouTube or whatever, and just try to like get him to get in contact with us, that would be the best thing in the world for us. Yeah. So if he sees a bunch of the same shit saying, hey, do this, do this, maybe he'll actually do it. Hopefully. And that would be the greatest gift anyone could ever give us. Christmas is coming up. That's what we want. Yeah. But, yeah, I think that's a good thing to leave off on. Yeah, I think all oh, the, the recorder is about to die. The battery thing's blinking. So it's probably a good place to end it. <laughs> that was a long-winded uh, plea for the food reviewer. But yeah, as good a time as any, though, to, to say goodbye. Yep, bye-bye. Vampiro, I couldn't help but notice you do have a machete or a sword in your hand. Of course, that's not going to be allowed in the ring tonight. You're going to have to deal with the down-and-out tactics of a man who's desperate, desperate for winning in World Championship Wrestling. I'm talking about that 70s guy, Mike Awesome. You know, Gene, it's real easy to say that I've been here since the first hymns were sung when the first star started to shine. Something like this that Mike Awesome, the 70s guy, is worried about winning means absolutely nothing to me. You've got to be kidding me. He, you don't feel he's a threat to you tonight? 
No, Gene, I certainly don't. And the thing that I got to say is I'm two days away from my Christmas, okay? And the biggest lie that I've made everybody believe is that I've never existed. Well, here I am in Mike Awesome. You've come to play. It's almost time. Tonight is the night you're going to see. Of course, uh, there's a gentleman uh, that's going to be watching this match very close by the name of Crowbar. What's your association with him? I know there's not a, love, a lot of love lost between the two of you. Mike Awesome, Crowbar's blood is on your hands. Crowbar, you stepped in, you opened your mouth, you think this is a joke, you look at the people and you show those big donkey teeth and you take this like a game. It ain't. I tried to put you out. And I certainly did. Mike, uh, this is my ball game. I'm here in my town, Las Vegas, and there's a lot of holes in the desert, and I dug one just for you. And after I beat you tonight, I'm going to stick your ass in it, and I'm going to bury you. Maybe alive, maybe dead, doesn't matter. But i got to make a sacrifice sometime, don't I, Gene? Maybe you do. Thank you very much, Vampiro. Gentlemen, let's get back to you. See you later. I love you, sir.